Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B. Y'all, it is season two of The Tea with Queen B. Woo! Woo! Okay, yeah, start off right. Of course, y'all know I got my right hand hitter with me, the one and only D motherfucking goddess. You said it right again. I'm so proud. Hey, y'all. I'm a professional at it now. It's like I know how it's supposed to, you know, come off the tongue. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, we are back with season two of The Tea with Queen B. I'm so excited to kick off the new year with y'all. Um, the first season of the show was so much fun. It was a learning curve. It was a, a lot of things, you know, going on. Um, I definitely think that this year is going to be a stronger and better show. And we just ready to, you know, get our grind on, our hustle on with y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. As happy as the new year can be. Yes. It's it's not starting off well for some people, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are like, uh, 2022 is my year. <laughs> already. Like, just That's skip crazy. over this. And, I mean, some people, maybe they already know that they need that, you know, extra time to, you know, glow up or do whatever they got to do. I mean, some people just seeing it as another day and, you know didn't transition you know what i feel more like um my new year for me is my birthday it's not necessarily when the new year starts doesn't that make more sense <laughs> that's another year of life, life for, for you because you. Like, you weren't here it, okay <laughs> Makes sense. So maybe maybe I'll feel better about it in March. We'll see. Um, speaking of it being a new year, actually, uh, of course, I just got to wrap up. You know what the new year was about, what everybody did. How was your New Year's Eve? I, for one, ate my scoop of black eyed peas and my yeah. collard greens. Amber, you didn't? Did you at least have some greens? I thought about it. I walked past the pot a couple times. I was like... They was looking at me. I was looking at them. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I keep saying green for the money and gold for the honey like Bishop Don Juan. I know that's (laughs) not... (laughs) not, It's uh, the, the green for luck. I mean, money and the beans for luck or whatever. But I always... Think of Bishop Don Juan when it comes to um, the new year. And I just say that when I'm eating my black eyed peas and greens. Green for the money, go for the honey. So, I'm just going ahead and stick with that. I don't understand this superstition mess. I'm not into shit like that. I don't know either. I mean, Like, I don't... you still step on cracks when you go outside. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily about a superstition thing, but like... You know, in, in, like, Japanese culture, they have, you know, things that they do at the new year no matter what. It's not necessarily superstition. It's more so, like, a tradition. Bitch, that's not a tradition because we didn't do that shit growing up. Mama no, we didn't, no but we should have because most people did. Because when the hell did that shit start? Years ago, for, since slave times, people been eating collard well, greens. we wasn't doing like that up in our house, so that's not a tradition No, we didn't. Mine. We were popping sparkling cider and thought we was doing something. I just... <laughs> I just still believe in, in going into the new year, like, with a new, you know, clean house, but yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, mom's still on the phone, like, make sure you wash your clothes. 
was like, girl, I ain't been nowhere. I ain't got no clothes to wash. Okay. I definitely made sure my house was clean. Um, I saged. I, you know, cleansed my crystals. Yeah, I definitely saged. Yes. I, um, I wrote down all of my intentions, you know, for the year. What I wanted for my life professionally, personally, relationship-wise, all of that. You know, I basically wrote it down. Um, and put that with, you know, my crystals and my sage and my Florida water. And I kind of just meditated over that, manifested over that. And, you know, I feel like I, you, when you do something with intention, that's, you know, how you get shit done. So you got to be intentional about your new year whenever that starts. And that's funny that you said something about, um, you feel like your new year starts in March um, because you know time is one of those things that's so complex so um, so much so that you can't talk about time and not include both religion and nationality in context to time in terms of like depending on where you are in the world what what religion you are um, you know Buddhists celebrate uh, the new year differently Indian people celebrate Indian people Japanese so Time in context of like who we are is just relative, like your culture, your nationality, like all those things come into play when you're talking about time. And the one thing that is for sure is that time in any form or fashion is precious. And so we cannot get that back. And we just have to ask ourselves at the top of your year, whatever that is, you have to ask yourself, what will I do with my time? How am I going to make the most of my time correct and again that's about being you know intentional and everything for the new year so besides all of that um of course we gotta start y'all off and just talk about what we've been doing what you been doing i have been um I have finished decorating my house. Don't doesn't it seem like I add something every couple of days. You do. It's cozy wozy. It definitely is. It definitely gives spa feng shui. It's it's supposed to, but yeah, so um many of you know, I think we talked about it. I did move when did I move? Um November or early December? I think it was I think early December, maybe, maybe I don't know. The end of November. November. The end of November I moved, so I know people take their time, you know, getting their house together, but I, it would drive me crazy. Bitch, you unpacked this house like a tent, bitch. <laughs> it just popped up in two days. Like, I know Amazon was tired of me because I had packages every single day until I felt comfortable. No, because it's like, we're in the house. We're, we're in the house so much, and I, I work from home, so it's like, I need my space to be right. Right. And it literally was, I just, like, blinked and came over, and, like, the apartment was here. And I was just like, bitch, it took me, like, two years to get furniture. Where did this come from? <laughs> Listen, because, you know, we in quarantine, and I cannot be sitting looking at bony walls, walls all day. Yes. You also shop smart because, like, you know, you um got some of your furniture, like, on marketplace and like you know definitely y'all if you're looking for furniture do not sleep on marketplace on facebook because this couch is nice per yes okay under two hundred dollars yes i mean it's right cozy i mean it don't feel like no cheap shit either okay like this is very nice um um besides that um getting my house together uh basically trying to adjust my dog she's giving me a hard time the dog uh, the doctor then told me she was stressed so that <laughs> you know, 
I'm sorry. Bianca ain't shit. The doctor told me that my dog was stressed and I was confused. Girl. What are you stressed about? Like, you're four pounds. You're living your best life. I thought I was providing. You eat salmon for dinner. Well, you told me I'm not a good mother? Yeah. that you know balancing dog mom life you know my business is is usual Y'all. i'm always coming up with <laughs> new things and ever said the other day that she was trying to keep missy occupied she said i'm down here on the floor crawling like a damn dog <laughs> because i done read some shit on google that said you got to get down on their level <laughs> dead ass no because i had to ask google like what can I do to help my dog like adjust to new? Because you can tell that she knows she's in a new place. She's yeah. acting strange. She's acting weird as shit. So I got to googling. You know I be up late, girl. I got to googling, and they told me that I had to get down on the ground and play with some toys with her for her to adjust. And guess what? My niece got ashy and black down there on the ground. <laughs> being my dog's little friend but guess what she been playing with her toys ever since at first she wasn't playing with her toys maybe she just needed to see you like engaged with the toys looking fucking dumb on the ground because all I do is just shoot the laser on the ground just let her run after the laser all day that's I mean look if you want to entertain your dog get you a laser little point little beam you're giving my dog anxiety no I'm not giving your dog anxiety your dog is giving your dog anxiety (laughs) (laughs) she's living her best dog life okay hoping somebody was going to buy me um her little friend for Christmas. I wanted another dog and I didn't get it. So, mm. oh, God. I can only Fuck imagine y'all. you with another dog. Like, yeah, so I wouldn't feel bad about leaving the house. You know true, true. Mm-hmm. It'll probably eventually happen. I'm sure you're not. But then it'll be like, okay, well, how young is this dog going to be? Because now Missy's getting older. She's going to be like, Fuck you and that dog that you done bought up in here. How about you get a dog? I've been thinking about it. I told um, Melissa I was thinking about I'm like, am I ready for a dog? And I'm just like, um, I need to see what's going to happen with these next couple months of my life. Because, again, I think I talked about this on the last episode that I am about to go back for um, a few doctor's appointments to see what's going on with my knee. I've had a few surgeries before, so we're just going to see what it's giving because that's the last thing that I need is a brand new dog that I can't, you know, walk or, like, you know, tend to and, you know, give the attention that I need because I'm up here looking crazy. (laughs) So... Um, other than that, uh, as far as, uh, you know, us, we're always talking about what we're watching on TV because that's like one of the pastimes that we're, um, you know, that we have right now to keep us occupied. And if you're not by now at this point, look, I gave y'all plenty of time cause I didn't talk about it on the last episode and it, it pissed me off when I forgot about it. But if you haven't watched Bridgerton at this point, yes. at this at point, point. Y'all know the dog is here. She got to go man man the uh, man the gate. If y'all have not watched Bridgerton at this point, Bridgerton was so good. So basically, if you haven't watched Bridgerton, Shonda Rhimes, which I was surprised that it was her show. I was I like, know. I was like, oh my gosh, this is Shonda Rhimes. So basically, it was like a um, high society period piece, you know, with all of the scandal and drama of royalty and whose name is this and that and who's sleeping with who and. Um, I just loved all the costuming behind it. Now, look, the premise of the whole the whole kit kaboot is that this guy Simon, you know, falls in love with 
uh, I forget what her name is, falls right. in love with the girl, and they weren't supposed to fall in love. They were supposed to be basically like putting on an act so that she could find a husband find a suitor and Mm -hmm. she wasn't like seeing herself as like eligible enough at first so they kind of like concocted this plan because he didn't want to get married and she just didn't want to get married to any old body so Mm -hmm. they basically of course I knew from the giddy up I'm like if they don't end up together I would really be pissed off but uh Simon comes into this whole thing where he doesn't want to have kids because his father treated him crazy because he stuttered back in the day and (laughs) he basically banished him to it's not funny when you said like that but his dad went on him he went on him he didn't want to have anything to do with him so Simon basically pledged to his father on his deathbed that he would never produce an heir and that the family name would die with him why would you pledge anything to him he treats you like shit fuck him right like you letting this nigga take over your life and how you feel and how you carry shit with a woman that you really love like Bye. Fuck you, daddy. Bye. Yeah, bye, daddy. Bye, daddy. <laughs> and then he had the nerve to, at the end, you know, when he was dying, you know, come to him and say, oh, my son, my son, and calling him his son. Like, what the hell? Literally, y'all, <clears throat> a couple things. First of all, Bridgerton was black and white. It was very diverse. So, there was, like, a whole backstory how, like, a white king fell in love with a black woman and, um, you know, integrated everybody. And so, there's this blend of black folks and white folks that, you know, are existing, you know, in the monarchy together. So, boom. So, just the, the visual of it, seeing, you know, black people, highbrow, like that, you know, it's just a really good watch. And, um... Now, there was one controversial scene in it. I read about it over and over and over again. They were talking about a rape scene in Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure it out. And that's me being small-minded as fuck. Couldn't figure it out. Like, what are they talking about? Until I read about it and realized, damn, she did y'all like rape that man. And they they were talking about the scene where... She finds out that basically Simon keeps lying to her saying that um, he can't have children. So when they get married, she's thinking that he can't bear kids because of something physically. But it's really just he pulls out every time they have sex. Right. But she's just don't know, just young and green and don't know nothing about sex. So she goes along with what he's telling her. So, somebody eventually comes around or whatever and tells this woman, like, how sex actually works. Mm -hmm. And she's pissed off because, I mean, I don't know if you thought that the nut was dead. I don't know (laughs) what you thought it was or whatever. Every time that happened, he just, like, rolled over. But when she figured it out... They had sex and she stayed on top of him mm-hmm. to basically force him to come inside of her. And is that considered right? Bitch, yes. I mean, because it's not like the sex wasn't consensual. She just it, didn't But he said, up. stop. He was like, stop. Wait, no, stop. Like, oh, okay. They were talking about like how he like tried to get her off of him. Can and, your wife rape you? Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing though. In certain, which is so fucked up. In certain states, yeah. it is not illegal to rape your wife, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
Yeah, so basically it was like, you know, this whole thing about, you know, are we not acknowledging, you know, rape from a woman? Are we not, you know, some people were talking about how they were triggered by it. Like, it was a whole hoopla. Okay, now, look, I look, look. Can y'all just let Shonda Rhimes breathe, okay? Like, this woman has been told by her husband that he's unable to bear children. And all she found out is all she needed was a little nut in her. <laughs> just a little, little, little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. So, now I'm waiting for season two. It is a great watch. I binged it in one day. Um, even yeah, if you're two not, days for me. Yeah, definitely. like two days. Yeah, even if you're not into, like, time period pieces like that, um, Bridgerton was great and it was just great to see you know black people white people wasn't about a race thing but it was some fucked up aristocratic bullshit caste system you can only marry this person that person and also a lot of the rules around courting were just absolutely mind-blowing to me Mm -hmm. like you were not even able to address a man or a woman by their first name Mm -hmm. until you were officially courting them like can you imagine someone calling you miss shanks Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, people do what they think is cute. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh, dear Miss Shanks, I yeah. would never offend thee. You know what I'm saying? And the first thing you do these days is tell someone your first name. I mean, I know a lot of people do that nickname BS, but you had you couldn't even formally call someone by their first name until y'all were on different terms. You couldn't be in a room alone with a man without an escort. You couldn't walk through the park without an escort with the man like promenade you know all of this wild shit and it's like some of y'all are busting it open after the club right (laughs) but i mean that was normal you know then so you wouldn't have thought anything of it no i wouldn't have thought anything of it but my 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 how times have turned (laughs) (laughs) um other than uh bridgerton i've also been um i started a show called your honor and basically that's just about like this guy who's a judge and his son accidentally um kills a mafia boss's son he like hit and runs him by accident Mm -hmm. and basically the whole season is just about them having to try and cover all this shit up basically so that's really good that's on showtime um also, we uh for New Year's Eve, I didn't say this to y'all earlier, but we had a sip and paint uh, amongst ourselves. It was just myself, Amber, and my girlfriend Melissa, and it was really fun. So I was the third wheel like a freaking loner. <laughs> That's um, shit. You were it didn't feel like you were a third wheel. I mean I had to have somebody to drink with. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, we, um, we ain't got all the time, but it was fun though. Cause you know, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm like an artist. <laughs> she go. I mean. Amber was so proud of her little piece. Yes. Because <laughs> listen, freehand. Thank you. We're going to put the piece up on the, um, on the Instagram. We're going to put up our, uh, pieces. I've been actually painting more now that I started painting. It's like therapeutic it takes up some of my time yeah. you know it's I something to paint more yeah i used to so much you know i used to give my pieces for um for gifts ah! yes people have i think javon has something javon has something where did the depression lady go 
I think that's at grandma's house. It's at somebody's house. Somebody yeah, you left, left it somewhere. It. Bianca keeps talking about, I have so many paintings and Bianca want to keep talking about <laughs> this depression lady piece that I did. And I think it's because she's a fan. Do you want the depression lady um painting? I mean, it could go on the wall because I think you want the depression oh, lady God. painting. I- but it was real, like she said, it was therapeutic for me. I was really depressed at that time in my life. And this lady was sitting, and what she had like black hair. She had a blindfold. She had a heavy dark, bang. She dark, had a bangang, bitch. Dark lipstick on, sitting in a chair, bitch. With and her she black was just on. She was basically in the background. Mary J. Blige, not gonna cry, was playing <laughs> like the entire time. You was painting this yes. lady, um, but it was it was really fun, and you know, actually, like the paint and everything was pretty cheap. And I didn't think about it, you know, because I'm always like going to a sip and paint. So where things are provided for you, you think that, oh, you know, I don't want to get the paint. I don't want to do this. I want to do that. But actually, it was really cheap. And the materials are right there for you to just paint in your house and, you know, do whatever you want. So I have been doing that. And um, I think I'm going to just start a wall of all, you know, like the little paintings I've done. Because after a while, it's like, okay, look, <clears throat> okay, how many campuses do you want to have? Right, because what you gonna do? That's just the thing. That's what I'm saying. You might as well just give them this gifts. You know, I feel like I could sell my shit. <laughs> I feel like I could sell my. I don't know about you. I don't know. I just did one. Um, the one that you saw is called Power to the Poochie, and <laughs> it was freehand for me, and that's something that I haven't done in a long time, and it just turned out really good. I'm gonna post those on the Instagram, y'all. Make sure that you're following the Instagram at tb um t wait wait hold on wait what's the what's the what's the instagram queen bt podcast queen the letter b t-e-a podcast because you know i want to say the t with queen b but it's queen bt podcast whatever yeah but look damn it the the instagram is called something else other than what the podcast name is called because bianca felt like it was too long yes the t with queen b was just so long to me on instagram but you could you could have abbreviated like with could have been like oh yeah it was just a w i don't know y'all that that might be subject to change but um you know whatever i know one thing you should be um you need to run things past me before you be posting them because don't have me looking crazy and cross-eyed okay amber is still so over this one picture that was posted on the page y'all i'm like some like mother or something i don't know bitch you are 31 years old Dog mom, but. oh yeah, y'all. Amber looked perfectly fine in the picture. <laughs> she had on a black dress, just like cute hair was done. Everything mm-hmm. she was like, uh uh-uh, uh, my face, something about no, it ain't right, girl. I mean, y'all know that's just like when you go out with your friends, your homegirls, or whatever, and they get the post in the next day. You know, you gotta run shit past me. Let me know. <laughs> you know, I might not want that to be up there. <laughs> my angles right i am personally one of those people that i do try to consider you know everybody but if i want to post some shit that got you in it i'm not taking down my whole motherfucking post because you don't like (laughs) i have literally had friends call me like bitch take that down i look crazy i'm one of those considerate friends i'm letting you know what i'm posting before i post it well, true. I mean, you do do that. You're like, oh, you know, I, I trust your judgment, so I don't really, you know, ask or anything. Because, you know, I'm particular. If you're looking crazy, I'm not posting us. Even right. if I look cute, bitch, first of all, we're going to get this right. Right. Before we, um, in the, okay. I think that some people are not 
paying attention to the other person in the picture. They just see that they look good. Now that's fucked up. You ain't real. Cute. You not real if you posting your friends looking you wild because you look cute. <laughs> no. That is so funny. Y'all, we're going to take a quick break and be back with the rest of the show. Hey, guys. If you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, moving right into the next T on my list. Um, Of course, y'all know that I, I try to keep up with, like, the funny shit that's going on and, like, all that. But it's just so much going on right now. So, I just pick out the things that interest me. <laughs> um, uh, Today, I just found out as we're recording this, it is the fifth that the um, iconic, legendary author Eric Jerome Dickey has passed away. What a literary icon. If you haven't read anything by Eric Jerome Dickey, please do yourself a favor. Um, definitely for me up there on the James Baldwin, you know, scale in terms of I don't even know how he died. I didn't um, thoroughly read through the article. I just was seeing a bunch of people post, post, post. So I'm, I'm definitely going to figure out how he died. Amber, this is what you're here for, to call it. You should have done that. <laughs> yeah, but I just found out about it when I um was about to start recording the show. So, I'm going to look further into that. But, yes, Eric Jerome Dickey is no longer with us. And his works and words will live on forever, forever, forever. I think that all black people should enlighten themselves and read some of his stuff. Um, also, uh, well, I don't know if this was today. I don't know if any of y'all have uh, Pete, the new mayor of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. His name is Brandon Scott, and he's basically looking like a snack, okay? Like, oh, he had cancer? Oh, gosh, Eric Jerome Dickey I know, I'm like, I, I, I'd use my, um, my Google fingers real quick. Yes. Um, um fuck cancer. So, yes. Brandon Scott, he is Hold on. Hold on a minute. I'm about to slide in his DMs at this point. I mean, not only is he fine, but he got like the nigga voice. I was like, oh, hold on. He yes. Shorty. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, Brandon Scott, the new mayor of Baltimore, was basically at a press conference, basically talking about um, doubling down on keeping everybody safe, you know, through COVID, all of that. And in the background, somebody was like heckling this man. On camera. Mm-hmm. And baby, when I say he stopped all the whole show, he said, Hold up, hold up. Shorty, pull your mask up, Shorty. Said, hold on. <laughs> no, like with a little little taste of that. You know, yeah. that's right up my alley. It was a little oh, aggressive. So I, he had the mask on, right? So I said, Hold on, let me go um look up a, a whole picture of his face. Oh, he kind of handsome. Mm-hmm. I mean, he do DMs. got the roll bounce bush, but the roll bounce bush works for him. Long as he don't be like two. Uh, 
Team D, you know what you do. It don't sound like he talk like that. So we're no. gonna be able to work time out, Brandon. Yeah, he, he was real cute. I gotta see if he's married. I didn't even look it I up. I ain't but... seen that in the white papa, so I might have to slide his DM, Joe. And you know what? That's probably exactly what Baltimore needs. Uh, a mayor who you know is probably close enough to the streets that knows what's going on and knows what is given out here. He's young enough to identify with a lot of the you know you know, young ruffians, I'll call them, you know, and mm. maybe he can, you know, touch some people in the city and, you know, just make things a little bit better because Baltimore has really been struggling, you know, as far as murder and violence and all of that shit. It's just crazy. I don't know how many murders they had this year, but, like, it was ridiculous. It's worse than D.C.? I don't know if it's worse than D.C. It might be up there with D.C. I mean... In terms of how big they both are, they're kind of like both the same. So, who knows, you know, if their numbers are kind of similar. But, Brandon Scott, we are here for you. We support you. Okay? Because he basically told um, everybody, if you watch the whole interview, he was like, you know, um... (laughs) He was saying, you know, he's the man that's here, you know, to keep everybody safe. And that's on per. Okay. (laughs) I said, wait a minute. And you know what? Maybe that's what people need. You know, somebody in politics that they can identify with and, you know, is close enough to, you know, the young people and the struggle and all of that. So, oh, I liked him. His voice was nice, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'll be sliding them DMs. Okay. Well, I don't usually do that, but uh, uh-huh. go ahead and uh, keep your party going. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then not only that, you know, I know a mayor's um salary is pretty good, you know, so he's where the money resides. <laughs> is it where the money resides? Where the money resides. <laughs> I need to be where the money resides. Because I'm two seconds from finding me a scammer, so this might work this out. This might work out for you. This might be, you know, a step up. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got you ain't got the scam to get your man. <laughs> oh, in other news. Uh, I, it, on an entertainment tip, I don't know exactly what day he was born, but Gucci Mane and um, Keisha Kaur welcomed their uh, first child together. Uh, like nine, I heard. Yeah, like I, they say that she has like kids in Jamaica she or something like that. Grown, now, you said you don't have kids in Jamaica, but people were saying this years ago. Yeah. So somebody in the comment section at the shade room was like, um. So you're saying you're not saying that you don't have kids. You're just saying that they're not in Jamaica. Yeah, because she does. She's like posted like a daughter or something like that. But there's like more of them. Maybe they're not in Jamaica like anymore. But right, she didn't even tell nobody she had kids for a long time. But anyway, um, how would you think about the name Ice, bro? Are you surprised, bro? Like you named your son Ice. Are you really surprised though? I mean, I mean, Bow Wow named his son. Stone. He said his baby mama did that. Stone. I don't know if that's just a celebrity thing, but Ice threw me for a loop. I mean, I'm not at all surprised. I mean, that's all he posts. I mean, I get it, but uh, is the burr burr burr. Is the basement on that cream? I mean, like Shut up. Seriously, because that's just a lot. And the first thing that came to my um recollection was the pimp, um, iconic pimp named Iceberg Slim. Yes, pimp turn writer. Yes. 
If you haven't read the book Pimp with the series of books behind it, go ahead and do yourself a favor. Because, uh, yeah, you just ice. Yeah, but we don't even know what Nicki Minaj do, baby. Did she say no? She just called some Papa Bear. Yeah, I don't know what the baby Cute as shit. You saw that dumbass watch on his I was so bad. I was Is so- that worse? I mean, what's worse? Maybe your baby ice or having your, your newborn with your big dumbass <laughs> watch on. I didn't like a cute baby. I one. was so mad. And then, like, this is my thing. If you're going to post that, like, post something cute to caption, like, oh, daddy wanted this, for him to flex in his watch or something. Like, right. don't put it on him. Like, you went and bought this Audemars Piquet for your fucking <laughs> newborn baby. Like, He's cute as shit, though. He is so cute. I can't wait to um, know his name. I don't know exactly what. Or, First of all, look, y'all all the um putting emojis over y'all baby's faces and you mean? put that big ass diamond over that baby face. Yes. Just don't post Just the baby. Don't post the we baby. can't see shit. So what's the point of you posting with a big dumb ass emoji on? Because you baby? want us to see their um Dolce Gabbana baby sneakers and yes. their Gucci sweatsuit like Look, look, okay. I'm gonna tell y'all, I feel the same way about putting me on a t shirt when I pass away. Don't put no angel wings on me, <laughs> and don't put no motherfucking diamond emojis over top of your baby's face. <laughs> I, I just, I guess, I don't. I said that. I put a sass block on Facebook. I, I think I'd rather just not post at all than for two fucking years put emojis over the baby's face. Two. Years like they do that till they walk in. I mean, yeah, and like there are celebrities who um know how to keep their child's life private. Alicia Keys is one of them. You know, um, her kids are not they're they're around more, but like Lauren London, you do not see her kids on camera like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, you didn't see Mariah Carey's kids on camera like that. She's gotten more open about you know sharing her kids as well, but like, bruh. <laughs> Bruh, stop it. Welcome, Ice. Welcome, baby Ice. Welcome, Pop- baby Ice. Papa Bear. Bear. <laughs> Is there anything else happening in the um um Caesar head ass? Oh. Mm. Mm. <sighs> I don't even still know the full story with this, but it just sounds messy, and I just hate that everybody's family drama ends up on, on social the media. internet. Whether you're celebrity or not, like. It's bad enough you're already in the light. Like, whatever you can control, I feel like you should keep in your house. And people just right. be putting their business out there. So trifling. Right. So, basically, um, the story behind it, we're talking about Caesar from Black Ink Crew. Big Lip um, Caesar from Black Ink Crew was accused by his, like, 16-year-old daughter. She went on social media on this rant talking about how her father um, beat her, stomped her out. Um, beat her like she was a chick off the street. The kicker to all of this was that they she says that she was pulled out of the shower to get beat. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of all of that happening, you also had Caesar's new boo, whoever the fuck this woman is, mm-hmm. commenting and talking about a child staying in their place in X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Several things. That's you got me chopped, screwed, and fucked all the way around. Like, first of all, if that is true that they did pull this girl out of the shower or he pulled this girl out of the shower, apparently it was because she um didn't wash dishes or 
something that she didn't do. Yeah, or gave you know, her something about her mouth. Something about her mouth when it came to her chores or something. Right. Maybe, yeah, they didn't like the way she right. said whatever. Now, off of the Instagram um, post that she, you could tell she rowdy in the mouth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you could, you, you could get that energy from the situation. So, I'm not... Not to his credit or discredit, but, you know, she might be an unruly child in some regard. However, number one, your child's naked body at any age after the age of five, for real, is their fucking business. Like, she's grown. You see her big grown ass? Listen. Right. Like, titties just... Titties swinging while you whip my ass, daddy? Like, okay... How dare you? Cool. I have cootie hair. My coochie's out. My 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 booty hair is out right okay. now. Like, what are you talking about? You could have waited. You could exactly. You could have waited for me to get out the shower, and been like, I need to talk to you when you're ready, and you need to come talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Then boom. If y'all was gonna get it popping, I know a lot of people. It's 2021 now. People don't condone. You know what I'm saying? Put your hands on these kids and all that. But these new age kids hit different, and they stupid. So. You got to get through to them, you know what I'm saying, in a different way. And some of these kids do not respond to getting their phones taken away or, you know, whatever privilege. Sometimes you got to wax that ass. (laughs) Per. I mean, I didn't have to do all that when I was young because you could tell me to write, I would not disrespect my mother 500 times and I was crying, bitch. Like, (laughs) correct. Crying. So, that's number one. If he did, in fact... And then talking about stomping this young lady out and... Yeah, like what? All of that. Obviously, this is a young woman who has never been in the social media eye to this extent where the shade room is picking her up. Mm. So, obviously, she had to feel threatened or, you know, put in a position that she felt like the only thing that she could do was speak out Mm. on, you know, her own behalf or whatever. So, that's fucked up the way that you put it's a way to discipline your kids if you have to get physical with them where you can let them know that you mean business but you're not treating them like some bitch off the street right that's that's, crazy that's what it seemed like yeah and awesome dishes even if she did say something disrespectful like she wasn't trying to do whatever the situation was like you would think that she did something crazy for you to be pulling her out the shower, beating her ass like that. That shit is wild. Like, that's like, oh, you stole some money from me or you did some wild that's shit. Insane. or and, and why does the girlfriend have so much to say? That's, that's number two where you got me fucked up. Number two is, as soon as you said something on social media, I'm sure Caesar was either in your vicinity or you ran that by him before you did that. And as a father... And and as being the one that is in the celebrity limelight, you should have pumped the brakes on that. But she had several posts. The girlfriend had several several posts about she needs to stay in a child's place. This and that. Well, you have a lane too, sweetheart, mm-hmm. and you need to find it and drive real slow in that motherfucker. <laughs> because if the baby mama want to come put hands on you for jumping out there and just getting involved, she she's full within her rights to do that. Right. Put the motherfucking paws on you, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, and for that girl to come out, you know what I'm saying? She said several times in several videos, like, I have no reason to lie, which she don't. It's not like a girl who's crying wolf on social media all day long or whatever. Like, I ain't never even know that the girl existed. Mm-hmm. 
So for her to have to come out and plead and say that that was fucked up and, you know, X, Y, and Z, she obviously was really hurt by that. And instead of C's apologizing to his daughter, he came out on social media talking about some other shit. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's so many things that are wrong with that situation. I really hope that that young girl, I don't know what her name was, but I hope she gets, it was like Shay Cooley or something. Her actual name was like Shane. Or something, yeah. I hope that you get the therapy that you need because that could easily be a traumatizing situation for you for the rest of your life in terms of how you deal with other men and how you let them deal with you or right i I be devastated just off the fact that my daddy seen my 16 year old naked fucking body that's what i'm saying like what my god like that shit is wild if you are you know contemplating or that angry that is all about thinking before you act, before you speak, before you do everything. Like, that child did not deserve that in any regard. And then, like, he came on now, like, vehemently denying everything. And, <clears throat> no, you need to address your bitch first. Like, all that you talking on social media, all that, like, you lucky bitch don't put the paws on you. Like, yeah, like girl, shut up. Why are you even talking? Right. This is not your time. Like, wait until Black Ink Crew next season. <laughs> and you can, you know what I'm saying, do whatever you want. Now, I don't know. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you, piss you off. Look, I don't know what the truth is, but that girl came out yelling and screaming and really in her feelings about it. And I just think it's just deplorable. Like, shout out. talk about her mouth is crazy. and But it's like... Have you watched the show, how her dad and her mom talk? And look where she, she's from, New York. So, are you really surprised? Exactly. Exactly. Not only you pour out the shower butt-ass naked to be here about some dishes. Right. And not only that, you don't know what their dynamic is. You don't know how they talk to each other on a regular basis. Because half of y'all motherfuckers out here too busy trying to be your friends friends uh, with your kids instead of being a goddamn parent. So, you don't know what, you know, their dialogue was given before that or whatever the case may be. I do know um, younger kids these days are just a little bit harder to corral, you know, in terms of doing their chores and, you know, all of that. It's it's a it's a new age and <sighs> mm. I'm not a parent, so I'm not a parent either and I'm not even tripping about the fact that I'm not a parent when I see shit like that happen because Damn. I just wish people would just keep, you know, their their business in the house, you know, off the Right, because now people like me got to talk about your dumb ass <laughs> because you all over social media on some wild shit. So, thank you for the content, but damn, get your house in order. It's 2021. <laughs> My house is saying that. It's 2021. 2021. I'm just saying it's, it's 2020. 2020. 2020. Everybody thought 2020 was a year shit. No, 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 no. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. Um, so, <clears throat> on top of, you know, all the entertainment, you know what I'm saying, stuff that's going on, but seeing everybody, you know, with their New Year's resolutions, with, I have seen so many podcasts drop mm-hmm. for the new year, like, whew, Lord, look, much power to y'all, okay, because the struggle be real some days. I haven't listened to any, though. <clears throat> I'm 
might listen to a few little, you know, clips or whatever. I I know within the first two minutes of listening to your podcast if I'm going to continue to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and that's not me being a hater or anything like that. I know that I have a personable voice and I know what our content is giving. So when you're doing a bunch of um and uh and don't know what you want to say and a whole rack of pause and all of that, that's why you lost me. So <laughs> y'all just going to come on over here to the Tea with Queen B. Make sure y'all stay over here listening to us. Anyway, um, of course y'all know we do a history segment Every episode, I try and give you a little bit of a pass so you know where you're going, okay? Um, Today's history tea, on January 5th, 1946, the farmland where George Washington Carver grew up was declared as a national monument. George Washington Carver, of course, I've talked about him on the show before. He is one of the most prominent black scientists of the early 20th, early 20th century, he invented, um, everyone thinks he invented peanut butter, but he didn't. He just invented a lot of other uses mm-hmm. for peanut butter around, you know, you know, recipes and all that other stuff. But he was actually an inventor of hundreds of things. So he was from a little um, farmland and it's called Diamond, Missouri. And that land, he was like the first black man to have like historical like land named after him or whatever. George Washington Carver, slave, free man, worked very hard, (laughs) paid his own way. Tuskegee was a place that he wanted to stay. So where did that come from, man? I told you, it was a song when we were in elementary school. And like you had to clap in between them like, George Washington Carver, slave, free man, worked very hard, paid his own way. Tuskegee was a place that he wanted to stay. So that's how they got you to to learn, because I don't know that shit. (laughs) See? You got to get your songs down. You got to get your songs down, Pat. That's how you remember things. You know what I'm saying? That's how you remember all the books of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? You you sing a song. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Matthew, Mark, All I remember from middle school was the songs that I came up with. You're a diamond crystal tree. Remember that? Yes, girl. You had dance moves everything. But why did you make that song up, though? I don't know. And you're a diamond. No, first of all, I'm the writer. First of all, stop it. Because girl. I wrote many songs. And I'm still doing it. I would love okay. to know where all that If you that need sh- a ghost writer, <laughs> holler at me. Because Amber I just put knew. some songs together. Yes, Amber just knew she was the next 3LW. And I freestyle. Mm. Now, I will say, this is a quick little sidebar before we jump into the main um, spill today. Um, I will say that, um, Amber and I, first of all, Pisces are musically inclined. Um, we are naturally beautiful. Uh, but (laughs) Pisces are, uh, naturally musically inclined. We just have, like, that knack for music and, um... I don't know if I said it on the show, but I played clarinet for years. I could read music. I could still look at a sheet of music and know what's going on. I just retain everything. So, Amber and I, the other night, were um, chilling with a friend of ours. And we were doing, like, all of our challenges. Like, the So Gone Freestyle Challenge. Yeah. The, what was it? The Trippin'? Yeah, the trip, trip, trip from LMA. The Trip from LMA. Um, that song challenge. And look... On Pure if we wanted to really be serious about music at some point in time, like dead ass. No, for real. First of all, Amber be rapping like this. Yeah, I ain't got time for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you did that. Like, Bianca's <laughs> 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 like, me like that. Girl, stop. 
And you, I mean, it was real good though. Like you had the voice when you hear like these, you know, girls out here. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the little we ain't having none of that, none of that shit, none of that shit. You know, but <laughs> it's so easy. You know, it's really just about the persona and stuff like that. But I feel like, man, we were ahead of our time. Okay. Okay, because. I went from singing to rapping. Listen, I could do it all. I'm telling you. Oh, choreography. Amber thinks she's a choreographer as well. Yes. Boom cat. <laughs> boom boom cat. Eight counts. Yes. <laughs> a regular little Debbie Allen. <laughs> Amber used to make up dances for us. And y'all know them green boxes that could really electrocute you and to death. You know what I'm saying? You know, that just hanging out every day. Yes. Well, your mama told you don't sit on that motherfucker because if the transformer could blow up. Sitting on that bitch like you was at a cafe. Amber, <laughs> Amber would have us doing dance moves on that bitch. Choreography. Dance cars on the street. Oh my god, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, but it was fun. But doing that little challenge, it's just like, dang, we are really so talented in so many ways or whatever. When we put our minds to like what we want to do, which is why this show is destined to be a success. <laughs> is there any other way? Mm. Mm. Anyway. So, I'm starting off this uh, first episode of the new year, of the new season, um, by just talking about kick, push, coasting through 2021. And that's the main spill for today. Talking about all things manifesting, moving forward, and just how we're going to handle in general, you know, the obstacles that are sure to come our way for 2021 so the first tip that i had for 2021 and just starting new things in general is to write that shit down okay write it down and i don't mean make a note in your phone that's all fine whether good you know some people might operate better like that but for me writing something down and being able to go look back at it in my own handwriting is like confirmation that like I was serious enough about this to write it down you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like when I write some notes in my phone I might not remember what I wrote but if I wrote it down on paper I'm seeing it in my head that I wrote it that I did it and there's something about that action of just actually getting it down on paper that feels see I'm more of the notes because I'm in my notes every day. Even like for my business and stuff, I don't really I have so many you know, look at my notebooks over there. I had I started writing down stuff that I needed or I need to do or just anything when it comes to my business, but I rarely go back to the notebook. I'm always in my phone. So yeah. my daily notes for like my business are in my phone. Like I was doing a scheduler you know, on paper and stuff, and I don't use it. Right. Well, that's more like a scheduling thing and, like, reminders and things like that are really good for, um, I I, I guess it's in terms of a creativity thing then, I guess, being as though, you know, we're in this world of, you know, the podcasting, and not only that, just, you know, you create ideas for your brand and all of that, so writing things down is, um, uh, the first step to me in manifesting your goals and getting things down on paper. If you want your credit score to be 700, write that shit down. You want to, of course, I talked about, you know, the things that I wanted to accomplish for myself in the coming new year. I wrote those things down and, you know, wrote down some little 
um, notes and affirmations of how I can get those things done. Whether, you know, I use those, those um, things or not, it's just, again, about seeing it, believing it, be, being able to go back to it and just, like, manifesting through it. The notebook that I have for the podcast is really only for the podcast. My notes are always all over the place, but... When I can flip through something tangible and see that I've gone through all of these pages and all of these notes, it makes me feel like, okay, well, I've accomplished something and now I need to fill these pages with other accomplishments and Mm -hmm. other things that, you know, uh, I'm doing for myself. Now, in terms of also writing shit down, I'm not going to say it has a negative effect, but I've also started writing down how much money I spend on weed. (coughs) Pause. Pause. Yikes. I, yeah, yikes. So, real quick tidbit. I went to my cash app, right? You know, you can go to your cash app and see the money that someone has sent you, what you sent them, all of that. Y'all, the weed man's cash app between him and I was just ridiculous. Like, how much money? I'm talking about $2,500. And this is just from... May, I believe, when I started fucking with dude that took cash out, because you know, mm-hmm. now all the weed men take cash out, but before they wasn't really, you know what I'm saying, banging with it. But and that's just what I paid him on cash out. We're not even talking about what I paid him in cash. Mm-hmm. So we're talking between not even for the whole year either. So Well, at least it's you and another person. Because I told you I looked at mine when you said that and I think mine's was a little under eight hundred. Right. Which, yeah, for like one part, it's just like, yeah, right. almost half of that. Yeah. So, um, it also put, um, put into perspective for me, you know, you're able to save money if you want to. Mm-hmm. Because we make the money for the things that we want to make the money for and spend the money on the things we want to spend the money on. And two stacks, you know, me and my girl could have had a car. We could have been on that trip. We could have, you know, all those things. So it's just putting in perspective now. <laughs> By any means, I'm not here to advocate the stopping of smoking weed. <laughs> that, that, that's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah, because I be needing that. Right. It's just about writing it down and just seeing where your money is going. And at the six-month mark, I plan on coming back and kind of just reassessing how much I've spent. And, like, you know, just what's next moving forward. Am I going to spend this much for the next six months? Or do I have a goal in mind to, you know, cut back on this so I can, you know, achieve this? So, write that shit down. Um, Number two, one step at a time. One step at a time. Like, that's important. It's important. You'll be overwhelmed if you don't go step by step. Yeah. You should have steps for for every goal you're trying to accomplish or whatever you have going on. You should do it by steps because if you don't, you're going to overwhelm yourself trying to get it all done at one time. And it will frustrate you. And a lot of people give up. Right. Biting off more that they can chew. And you feel like you haven't got this done. Oh, my God. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do this. Like, focus on. Yeah. One one step at a time. One step at a time. And I've had to tell myself that even as far as this show is concerned. You know, when the I first started the podcast, you have to, you know, you know, the name. You know, I couldn't think of a name. I couldn't think of, you know, what concept I wanted to have, what kind of content I wanted to put out. And I kept getting in my head so much about it that I couldn't start. Right. And I just had to just tell myself, like, just start. Mm-hmm. You don't have the equipment that you might want. I still don't. 
have the equipment that I all the way want for the show or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I started somewhere. I took that first step to say, you know, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. The same with your business. Like, where did you start with your business? Like, how do you feel like your business has evolved? Um, so I basically, well, I would say marketing, um, I could tell a big difference because originally I was not posting as much. I had to realize that I did have to use social media more. So I started by basically coming up with a name and then from there I had to do the logo and then think about, you know, just down to even colors, right. what I wanted the logo to look like, right. um, slogan, stuff like that. But I really did Mission it statements. step by step. Yeah, I yeah. didn't feel the need to sit there and do it all at once. I no. did the class. I started, you know, getting experience, you know, um, testing out my friends and you and stuff like that. Right. Like I started working on people. So before I even started branding, I basically perfected the craft basically right you just put just you like i know i could do this and so let me just start there by doing it yeah. and everything else is going to fall into place and this is something that i've had to tell myself not biting off more than i could chew and just taking one step at a time and i had to take that approach to you know furnishing my home you know building up my credit you know this show all of that like it was so many things i felt like i had to do that it just made me stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, when you're overwhelmed, you're just like, fuck this. Fuck that. No, just, even if it's, even if your goals are by the week, like for me, I really sat there, um, and, and was like, okay, this week I need to finalize the name. Right. Then it was like two weeks after that, it was like, by the end of this week, I need to finalize the logo. Right. And, and then that's how I did it. And, you know, oh, well now I need to make a separate business account you know on instagram for or whatever facebook i need to make separate accounts so i didn't try to do it all at one time because yeah that's that's overwhelming exactly and um i would you know just say like you know just once you have that plan in in place everything else will start to kind of fall in line behind that Mm -hmm. and that goes into what amber was saying to piggyback off that the next point for me is number four is have self accountability that's what I meant to add okay have some self accountability like Amber said setting goals for yourself and achieving said goals because there have been plenty of times even Amber and myself had to take accountability for not recording a show Mm -hmm. and saying oh you know we both at home just chilling not really doing anything but you got to get yourself out of that mindset that you could just do something tomorrow. And yeah. that was about us just having to have better accountability for ourselves as far as business and just like getting shit done. Like mm-hmm. be accountable for your goals and to the point where you should feel guilty if, you know, you had this goal to have things done by a certain time and you didn't get it done, but you're out at brunch or you're here or you're right. there or you're doing other things or you just sitting in the house chillaxing and maxing when you could have did that. And See, that's when writing it down makes it worse because you have to look, look at back it. at it. Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't do that the first time. Ew. Disgusting. 
disgusting. I'm watching TV half halfway, y'all. But um, I didn't do that the first time, and I just kind of was just rolling as I went along with the pod, and I just started writing shit down and taking accountability and saying, no, you know, as far as, you know, even us having an uh, Instagram, it took me forever. <laughs> yeah. But now it's here, and I'm, you know, so grateful. We just launched the Instagram last week, and we already have almost 200 followers. So, things are moving along and, you know, organically. I keep telling everybody to like, comment, share, subscribe, all of that to the Instagram Queen BT Podcast on Instagram because that's where you're going to get all the content and everything. But I felt accomplished by just, like, getting that done. Like, Yeah. I don't know what took that so long. But... I don't know. Because once I did it, I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the idea of having to continue that train and keep it moving as far as you know mm-hmm. um, you ain't phone all day anyway exactly which is why I've been good about posting every day and you know giving content so um next on the list is don't let social media psych you out yeah. don't let it happen to you because looking around on social media for me there are so many podcasts Mm. There are so that it overwhelms me to look at all these other podcasts and say, what about me is going to break through this clutter? Mm. And I have to rely on the fact that I'm funny and people want to listen to me and I have a personable voice and I'm not putting you to sleep and boring you, you know what I'm saying, for an hour while I'm sitting here talking to you, you know? Mm. Like, I, I have to tell myself that Half of these podcasts that started this year ain't gonna make it through the year, you know what I'm saying? And Damn. that's just and that's just the, the seriousness of it. That a lot of people start and don't realize that you really have to have a good ten shows already planned out for you to keep that momentum going. People have had podcasts like again, the Reed have had their podcast for almost ten years now. So I feel like people um. It, are just sitting at home bored and yes. want to talk. <laughs> yes. Because some of the podcasts that I have listened to, no shade. No shade. But all shade. But all shade. This ain't your lane, baby. This yeah. ain't your this ain't You your just lane. wanted somebody to talk to. I think that these quarantine walls are closing in. Yes. And people just want to be heard. Right. Because some girls were talking about. I'm gr- <coughs> I don't even know. No, see, because Bianca's about to be shady, so I don't even want to know what she heard. God don't like ugly. That's what she Oh, my God. See what I'm talking about? God don't like ugly. Would you like some bottled water? Oh, my God. God don't like ugly. You know what? See what happens? Bianca over here telling people they podcast not going to last. And look, she didn't choke on the devil's saliva. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but um, I had to realize that it's not for everybody. But being on social media and seeing other people's success and wondering how they got what they got and what are they doing that I'm not doing. And, you know, again, it goes back to accountability. Like, does your grind consist of the same shit that their grind consists of? You don't know what this person had to do to get there. 
You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So yeah, that's like anything. I mean, all these people scamming and all the stuff. You see people on these trips. You like in a pandemic, and a lot of people can't even pay their bills. Yeah, you see people um on trips and all this new designer and this and that. It's like you don't even know. Like the half. definitely, <clears throat> it's it's people personally that I know that I mean live with their parents. But they're out here in the latest designer and on trips Balling. and stuff like that. And, like, you're still, like, sharing a room with a sibling. So, it's like, you don't even know what these people go through or have to do to get the stuff that they have. Exactly. And it's real hard for me because I have been a victim of that, you know, psyching myself out, letting social media make me feel like I should be in this place or, you know, or that I should have this or I should have this amount of followers or you know, this many listeners. When people out here buying followers. So you don't even know. Exactly. People out here buying followers. I get, as soon as the podcast IG drop, I got like 10 DMs about, you know, um, people who wanted to, you know, me to post a picture on a site, but they want me to pay $39 to post a picture of myself on their Instagram. Mm -hmm. Nah, no thanks you. I'm going to just go ahead with these little hashtags right here and, you know, <clears throat> see what I can do from there. You know what I'm saying? But the organic world and gaining followers gets harder and harder because it's a whole rack of fakes, phonies, and, you know, fake-ass Instagram accounts following a bunch of people. Like, yeah, you got 5,000 followers, but half of them are hair pages. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to figure out who exactly is seeing your content. So, uh, again, like about the trips and all of that, I used to be, you know, one of those people that just like, man, why can't I go on this trip and why can't I afford this and why can't I be here whole time? This motherfucker's borrowing against their 401k just to go to goddamn Jamaica somewhere. <laughs> like, Correct. getting penalized like a motherfucker just to be seen on trips or y'all going on trips with people that don't even like you or you don't like them. Y'all going on trips with people and y'all end up falling out, having a whole love and hip hop fight brawl all that shit i done heard so many messy ass stories through quarantine about people that don't fuck with each other no more all types of shit so what god has for me is for me what god has for you has he has for you if it's the universe buddha allah whatever your higher being has for you in your time it's going to be for you i have three main things for myself and that you can apply to yourself this year as well is to grind hard, be consistent, and you know, just dream bigger than you know what you could have imagined. And even right now, where we are as far as the podcast is concerned, I didn't think I would be here. You know, I didn't mm. think that, you know, it would just happen so naturally like this and things would be, you know, coming into play this well. I understand that other people might be doing, you know, better than me or whatever, but I'm trusting the process, which that leads me to my last point is to trust the process. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of just what I was talking about is, you know, this is your time and your season for a reason. And... There might be some people that, you know, jumped off five years before you. There's going to be some people that jump off five years after you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I used to ask myself that all the time about, you know, why don't I have my own place? Why don't I, 
You know, why am I living like this? I was living pillar to post. I didn't have a bed for years. That's why I tell people all the time, you don't know my story, what I went through to get here. I literally did not sleep in a bed for about five or six years. Yeah, that's a long time. I didn't have a bedroom. I did not have a bed. I literally lived from living room to living room, basement to basement. Didn't have shit for myself. I lost so many clothes, shoes, people taking my stuff, stealing my food. Like, I have come through the muck and the mire just to be able to say that, yes, I do have my one-bedroom apartment, but it's furnished. Everything in that bitch is paid for. It's mine. Can't nobody take it from me. And it was in God's time for me to have the thing because had this happened to me five years ago, I was still young and running wild a little bit. You know, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have been responsible enough or would have had so many bodies in and out my house that, you know, I would have changed the energy in my home, you know, anything, you don't know. So <clears throat> be anxious for nothing and be thankful for everything. Yeah, definitely. Cause it's going to take steps with anything that you want to accomplish. Like, you know, it's going to take some steps for you to get there. So you just got to trust the process. And as long as you're doing something to get towards where you're trying to go, it's all going to work out. I don't want, I don't want stagnant energy around me. And that's, that's how I'm rocking, you know, going forward. I don't want stagnant energy around me. I'm not saying, now it's a lot of, a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here talking about, if it ain't, if, if, if they ain't talking about elevating you and, you know, making you more money and this and that third, and it's like, sometimes you just need a friend to support you in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hear what you have to say or, everybody is not your goddamn consultant. Like, you gotta pay people for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? But yes, be thankful for everything. Um, you know, wake up thankful for something, you know, for, you know, just life, breath in your body, you know, able bones, uh, a sound mind, you know, being able to use your limbs, all of that. Like we take all of that for granted when we're, you know, looking at all these celebrities and everything that they have and all the money and, and guess what? They miserable. Yes, miserable. Miserable AF. Like your miserable boots. Look at, uh, y'all, y'all Mayweather. Oh. Miserable Betty. Yeah. All that money you got, all that stunting that you do, and you still the fuck miserable. Mm-hmm. Sorrible. Let <laughs> niggas treat you like anything. Sorrible. <laughs> Sorrible. Get it the fuck together. Baby mama number, whatever she is about to be. And that's on her. Amber, do you have any mm-hmm. um last um tips as far as manifesting mm-hmm. and getting your shit together for 2021? Um, let's see. So the tips I have, well, no, not really, because that last one was the most important. Yeah, trust the process. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trusting the process. Now, I need to apply that same mentality to losing some weight. And I need to trust that process. But I'm in the process of putting Twinkies and honey buns in my face, Father God. You don't hear me. Uh, And I just need, you know... The Lord to put his good hand on me. Bianca is a fool. But the only thing I can probably... You're annoying. Add is to still try to um remain positive through all this. Especially right now in this pandemic. It's 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 really hard. A lot of people are going without. So, yeah. you need to be grateful. Try to have fun in some kind of way. I definitely don't take things too serious. That is 
a big thing for me because mm-hmm. when you get wrapped up and you're you're not even having fun in life anymore, it makes the process miserable. Correct. Like, don't don't be worried about uh me being um anxious for my stimmy. Okay. I'm trying to get my stimmy to say pendy, okay? <laughs> I'll be worried about it. y'all miserable. Just talking shit about everybody, what they got going on, what they doing. If right. I'm waiting on my six hundred dollar holler, look. Yes, it needs to be that two thousand. It do. It needs to be that 2000 For Maryland, I know that, um, excuse me, they have been um, talking about using, like, Maryland's rainy day fund to give Marylanders all, you know what I'm saying, the $2,000, which, um, in hindsight, like I said, they keep comparing us to Canada because they gave the uh, people, like, $2,000 for a month, $2,000 every month for, like, four months or something like that. But they didn't pad the unemployment. So, in some regard, what you got plus your unemployment, all of that. I mean, you've gotten some extra cash. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like just like DC, like I was saying, um, two thousand. What is that really? Because people have been getting their rent paid. You know, I had a friend that told me his rent was paid for seven months, and I'm just like, I'm living in the wrong town. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mind your business. Drink water. Um, glow up, and if you want to lose that weight, lose that weight. I am not a uh, what you call that? I'm not a, a New Year's resolution mm. type of motherfucker. I just had me a cupcake the other day, okay, <laughs> and it was delicious. So if you're on keto right now, more power to you. But uh, that's yeah. not what I'm on. I do need to just get better about being more active. But again, once we figure out what's going on with my little knee situation, all that, boom, boom, blam. No matter what you have going on or what you're trying to accomplish, like I said, just try to still enjoy life because you're not going to get this time back. Exactly. Eat that Twix. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you guys that because I'm a body sculptor. So listen to me. Don't listen to Bianca. Don't eat that Twix. That's not what I meant by enjoy your life still, even though you have things going on and things you're trying to accomplish. Okay. I'm just saying don't take life too serious and still try to live your live your, your, your day life. like it's your last. Correct. All right. So wrapping up the show, our business for this week is a friend of mine from Uptown, one of my little Uptown honeys. She has an Instagram follow her. It's called Shop Lux by Evans. That's Shop Lux, L-U-X-B-Y-E-V-A-N-S. She sells defense keychains okay. for, um, I would say for young ladies, but if you're a young man and you want to defeat a defense keychain, you know what I'm saying? By all means, do what you guys to do. They have like keys that are knives, but they look like keys. How um, sharp are they? They they look very sharp. I looked okay. on the website. I mean I mean they could poke your eye. Out. Don't give me a nail file. No, it's it's not giving nail file. It's giving poke poke poke. Okay. So, um, I saw some pepper spray. I saw some um, they're like little mini stun guns, but they look like like tamagotchis or something. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you're gonna be able to fly with any of this shit. But as far as if you're on the metro and you're traveling, um, I feel like. Times are about to get a little bit more sticky because um, our and unemployment and benefits are only up through March. Mm. So come that time, COVID is still on the rise right now, y'all. One in five people in California have COVID right now. 
the numbers are staggering. So as the vaccine, you know, gets out there, all that, whatever, we don't know if that's going to affect the numbers that are already still climbing. Mm -hmm. So... Um, who knows how we're going to have to protect ourselves in a few months and, you know, how vicious people will be out here. I mean, what if, you know, people want to stab you for toilet paper or something? You never know. So, y'all go ahead to Shop Lux by Evans. Get your defense keychains. They're really cute. They have little rabbit, um, um, rabbit foots on them and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. but they're like really cute. Did you go and see? Yeah, but they're really nice. Um, they're affordable. She has great prices. She does ship as well. So make sure y'all check her out. (sighs) I shall. Yeah, because sorry, y'all. Um, I'm definitely one of those people that travel all the time by myself. It's gotten a little bit different now that I've been home with my girl for so long and we were always together. Like I usually go, um, you are usually together. And see, I'm not, I'm always by myself. And I just got this little dog. So, right. like, well, she's not doing nothing. Right. I'm talking about as far as me, like, traveling and stuff. I, I be moving and shaking by my myself. But yeah. I haven't recently. But, yeah, girl, you need something. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say I ain't got nothing. But I ain't about to put my business out there on the street. <laughs> I ain't about to put my business on the street. You don't need to know what I'm holding, okay? Don't make me go in this bag. Go in this purse. Purse. So, um, I'm so glad that y'all joined us for the first episode of the second season. I'm glad to kick off the new year with y'all. We are planning to drop the Tea with Queen Bee every Wednesday. Y'all make sure that y'all stay tuned. Y'all make sure y'all get that notification button popping. Like, subscribe, comment, share, talk about us to your friends, all of that good shit. Because we just want to grow and prosper and promote more business and you know talk to our you know guy friends and girlfriends more for the show did you know that our audience is 17 percent men are they mm-hmm. 17 percent men uh the anchor app does break down like everything you know how old your demographic is all of that so i'm appealing to some of y'all men out there hey you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm glad that you know we reach you know different audiences and all of that but I'm just so excited to see what your business is going to do this year, Amber, what the podcast is going to do this year, and just where we'll end up when we're having a wrap-up of 2021. Yes, I can't even imagine. I don't even... I can't imagine. Just every time uh, so much happens in the year, like where I am right now, I couldn't... You could not pay me to think that this is where I would be. My life was so different a year ago. Exactly, but... Times are changing. Yeah. I guess well, that's for the best. Yeah. Well, all in God's time. <laughs> I got to talk to you like an alcoholic. All in God's time. <laughs> one day at a time. <laughs> so good talking to y'all. Make sure y'all come back next week. We'll be here. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.